Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, May 8th. Two major issues are coming to a boil this week for President Joe Biden. Immigration and the debt ceiling as he hits his lowest approval rating. This is a huge week for President Joe Biden and his administration, and he's approaching it from a position of weakness. That brand new ABC News Washington Post poll out this weekend showing Biden at the lowest approval rating that that poll has ever recorded, down at 36 percent approval. Our CNN poll of polls shows him at 40 percent approval as he heads into this extraordinarily consequential week, given the high stakes issues of immigration and the debt ceiling. First on immigration, that Trump era policy known as Title 42 is set to expire Thursday. It allows the government to quickly turn away certain migrants at the border, originally with the aim of stopping the spread of COVID-19. But with the end of the COVID-19 health emergency, so too has the policy, this immigration policy, Title 42, come to an end. So officials are bracing for a surge of migrants at the border, which would exacerbate an already challenging humanitarian crisis amid unprecedented mass migration in the Western Hemisphere. U.S. Customs and Border Protection has already seen an uptick in migrants leading up to this coming Thursday. And a Homeland Security official said 25,000 migrants are already in custody with facilities over capacity. The Biden administration continues to say they have a plan in place, which includes a return to decades-old protocols. But lawmakers from both parties are criticizing the administration, including Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott. While Texas is doing everything possible to try to stop people from crossing the border, at the very same time, the president of the United States is sitting, uh, putting out the welcome act, welcoming them in. House Republicans are planning a vote on border security this Thursday. They intend to pass this bill, which would codify some Trump border programs, including the Remain in Mexico policy. But of course, that bill is very unlikely to pass the Democratic-led Senate and make its way to President Biden's desk. Democrat-turned-independent Senator Kirsten Sinema of Arizona, who still caucuses with the Democrats in the Senate, says the Biden administration has not prepared properly. The Biden administration had two years to prepare for this and did not do so. And our state is going to bear the brunt and migrants will be in crisis. That was Senator Sinema on CBS yesterday. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandra Mayorkas was also on the CBS Face the Nation program and defended the administration's preparedness. We've been preparing for this for more than a year and a half. It's going to take our plan a while to really take hold for people to understand that they can access lawful, safe, orderly pathways before they reach the border. And quite frankly, if they come to the border, they will receive a consequence under our enforcement authorities. And an administration official tells CNN that the White House is ramping up calls with stakeholders, lawmakers and impacted cities this week to brief them on the administration's plans. Now, Governor Abbott has also complicated this issue for the Biden administration by continuing to send migrants to Democratic-led cities. 
Abbott has resumed the busing of asylum seekers to places like New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Denver, and Washington, D.C. New York City Mayor Eric Adams accused Abbott of only sending migrants to cities governed by black mayors and said he's playing, quote, politics with people's lives. An internal Adams administration memo in New York says that more than 37,000 migrants are currently in the city's care, and New York is anticipating 800 migrants a day after Title 42 comes to an end. So to deal with this expected surge, Mayor Adams announced he's going to be sending willing migrants to Rockland County, just north of New York City. But of course, Rockland County is not at all happy about that, claiming Adams didn't give them any heads up and that they don't have the proper infrastructure for this influx. Rockland County declared a state of emergency. Meanwhile, El Paso, Texas, a border town, has also declared a state of emergency as hundreds of migrants are already camping out on the streets and the city is bracing for many more individuals after Title 42 officially expires. So the chaos is just beginning. The other consequential policy issue on the front burner this week for President Biden is avoiding default. We are getting to that so-called X date of June 1st, as Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen put it, where the U.S. could be in default for the first time in its history if the debt ceiling is not raised. Tomorrow, President Biden is holding a high-stakes meeting with all four Congressional leaders, Biden, Speaker McCarthy, Democratic leader Hakeem Jeffries, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Biden hopes that they are going to come to some form of an agreement of a way forward, but that remains to be seen. Republicans, as you know, want spending cuts tied to any hike in the debt ceiling, while Biden and most Democrats are looking for a standalone clean bill that only raises the debt ceiling and does not deal with spending cuts attached to it as a ransom. But 43 Senate Republicans, backing their colleagues in the U.S. House, sent a new letter to Chuck Schumer over the weekend where they vowed to oppose raising the debt ceiling, quote, without substantive spending and budget reforms. The only Republican senators who didn't sign on were Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Mitt Romney, Rand Paul, Josh Hawley, and John Kennedy. The group supportive of this letter is led by Senator Mike Lee of Utah, who told Fox News today a government default is not on the table, but Republicans are united in their quest for spending cuts. I've seen a degree of resolve that we haven't seen in a long time. So we've told President Biden... Look, we'll work with you, but it's not going to be free. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin told CNN on State of the Union on Sunday that he hopes this group of 43 Republican senators reconsider. To think that they're playing the default card on the United States economy is irresponsible. If they play this card and bring us up to the brink on the default and not paying America's debts for the first time in history, it'll have a devastating impact on the economy. Businesses will fail, jobs will be lost, families will see 401ks diminish in value. Senator Sinema told CBS on Sunday that the White House must explore options because both sides of this debt ceiling debate don't have the votes to pass what they want. So compromise is the only answer. So the sooner these two guys get in the room and listen to what the other one needs, mm -hmm. 
the more likely they are to solve this challenge and protect the full faith and credit of the United States of America. We're in really shaky ground right now. And Treasury Secretary Yellen on ABC yesterday painted a very bleak picture of what could come if indeed the debt ceiling is not raised. If they fail to do it, we will have an economic and financial catastrophe that will be of our own making. There are not a lot of legislative days left on the calendar between now and when the U.S. would breach the debt ceiling. So a lot of work has to get done very quickly. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.